What is going on, everybody? This is the Panels Flipping Podcast. I'm here with Joe Jernig, and what is up, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. Everybody that's listening, me and Joe have been working together. He is a member of my program. We want to talk to you about it today, about a deal that we did. I think, Joe, Joe, is that your first deal we did together um, yes, that uh, yeah, we closed on? Yep. Well, we're going to dive into the talk about how we got through that strategy. But before we dive into that, Joe, I want I want to introduce you to uh, Investor Thrive Nation. I just want you to kind of tell everybody a little bit about who you are, where you're at, and uh, what you're up to, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Joe Jernigan, uh, down in Mobile, Alabama right now. And um, I actually met Nathan through uh, Jerry Nord, of all places, actually. I met him through that that circle. So I'd started really getting into real estate last year, at the end of last year, and then connected with Nathan and just hit off with him. I love the way that he... Uh, he was always just giving a lot. And uh, obviously I was looking for a lot of help and information. And so it was a good, uh, good fit and got connected with him and uh, gave him a call and then just started connecting with him every day. I love it, man. So yeah, exactly. And I, Joe, me, Joe and me just like connected for everybody. Like sometimes you just vibe with people, you know, you see someone that's a hard worker and you're like, man, I like that guy. And I feel like that's what happened with us. And Joe, we were actually able to do a deal together through someone in that program as well. So we yeah. were on a call. Were, were you on that call that uh, we were with the, on that person that uh, we did the deal with? Or I was with, I was on the call. Uh, I remember it was on a call, but I don't remember who it was. I just, I remember being on the call and that's, who was? that's how this deal came about. I was on a call, one of your calls. Yeah. So, so everybody just listen. So I'm always got my ear to the ground looking for opportunities. Cause that's honestly one of the best ways to do deals, especially without having to pay for leads or spend money on marketing. So what would happen, what happened is I was on a call, I think it was on a coaching call and one of the students had a deal and they said this, they were like, Hey, um, I got this deal. Should I cancel it? And she was talking about how it was a good deal, but she just couldn't find a buyer. It was kind of tricky. And I said, whoa, 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 don't cancel it yet. These, the numbers, everything you're saying makes sense. Maybe you just haven't been able to figure it out because she was newer. So she, I asked her to send me the information of the deal and the house ARV was like 250, 300,000. And she had it under contract for like 120, 130 for pretty much what the seller owed. So the seller was actually in pre-foreclosure and was going to lose the house. And she wasn't able to find someone in time. So she was going to cancel so I said, don't cancel it. I looked at it. I said, it was a deal. I said, just talk to the seller. Give us a little bit more time. We'll be able to find a buyer. So then Joe, I reached out to you and I said, hey, Joe, this is a good deal. Go find a buyer and we can JV with this this, uh, this student. We can JV with this girl. So do you remember kind of how that went, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, I, remember, I remember being on the call then actually, like all that taking place. And then, yeah, you just said, hey, anybody who wants to find, find a buyer for this, uh, I'll split it with you. Right. And this is it was in Richmond, Virginia. So this was in yeah. an area that is pretty dang populated and it has a lot. Actually, Joe, I've never done a deal in Richmond, Virginia before. That's why I was like, hey, let's work together on it. Uh, dude, when we were calling, because I was calling too, I was looking for buyers. This place was hot, man. I feel like yeah. everyone I talked to was like like looking, raring to go. It didn't seem like the market really had any slowdown in that area when we yeah. were doing this deal. You know, because no, no, I feel no, like no, the markets no. were slowing down a little bit <laughs> at that time, you know? Yeah, it definitely so, seemed like everybody I talked to same way. Like everybody uh, was, uh, I talked, to, got a lot of fee, a lot of hits and a lot of feedback uh, right away within just probably really in a couple hours in that afternoon. Yeah. So Joe, kind of explain to everyone, uh, how did you find the buyer for this deal? For, well, first of all, be, before we get into that, I didn't even really put this deal under contract, do a JV agreement with the student. I just said, hey, we'll find somebody, right? We didn't, we didn't really worry about locking them up. A lot of people do that, but we're like, hey, we'll just find somebody. So you started looking, I started looking. And yeah, tell me about how you found this buyer that we eventually used. Okay, so basically, I um, 
I, what I always did is I always just hopped on, used Privy, and uh, I used a combination of Privy, um, Batch Leads, and uh, Redfin. Uh, and this one I was using Privy because uh, it just kind of been on where I was looking at which worked better. But anyway, I just I had like a free mm-hmm. trial Privy. I just signed up for it anyway. So I said, let me go through this. Um, and I literally just basically drew a, you know, a square, I forget, like a half mile circle or something around it, looking that pulled up all the other homes that looked like it had been rehabbed in that area. And just went through and started calling all those agents, um, reaching out to them saying, hey, you know, would you be interested? Are you, would your buyer be interested in another deal? And I had probably half a dozen, you know, out of that um, call list that were like, yeah, definitely would. Um, went back and forth, ended up, I think, really only getting, you know, after a couple of days of going back and forth for you know, a week or so. Really only get like one or two that legitimately had people. I think we had like maybe two or three people um, actually go by and take a look at it. Um, but it was actually, like I said, literally from the time I got off the call with you, it was like within a few hours after that, that I was already getting hits on it. People were responding a uh, real hot area. And, you know, Privy made it super easy. Redfin made it super easy. Like it was just literally, you just draw that. I mean, you draw the half mile circle and then you just start calling people. And um, it was, it was except simple. I guess I shouldn't say easy, but it was simple. <laughs> Right, right, right. So so the thing, the key for me is like, okay, you have to find that opportunity, whether you're going to make that opportunity yourself, where you're finding it on the MLS, or you're like doing off market, or you have someone that has a deal, and they're not as, I don't want to say as savvy, but they just don't know the strategy of what, you know, what, what you did, right? They're like, mm-hmm. uh, they call or maybe they try a couple. But what we do is, you know, a lot of the time is we just go to the area, we call agents and those agents that have active listings, we ask them if they have their buyers want any more and uh, any more properties. And usually these agents are active and they have the relationships. So they're able to ask, especially in a market that you don't have relationships. Like this was in Richmond, Virginia. I've never been there. I've actually never even been to Richmond, Virginia. Have you? No, (laughs) no. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that the fact that, you know, you in, in mobile, you're in mobile at that time, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're in Mobile. I'm in Salt Lake. We can call around and just say, "Hey, agents, um, do you uh, have any any of the buyers that you are representing at the moment? Are they looking for anything anything else?" And you know, that's exactly what happened. So this deal was actually pretty. This is a pretty interesting deal because after you had found the buyer, uh, there were it was like went up. It was like a little roller coaster, right? Because you thought and I thought like, okay, it wasn't going to work out because the seller, when it came time to close, the seller was like, "I'm not moving out." And yeah. the reason why the seller didn't want to move out is because there was like honestly really no incentive for the seller to move out in his in their mind because they're like, I'm going to lose the house. I'm, I'm selling this house for like, what do I owe? So it's like, why would I get out of here? I can just stay here like another 90 days and uh, just <laughs> at least have free rent, right? That's at least the way they saw it in their mind. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but that's a lot of the time a lot of people that just like drag their feet when they're about to lose their house and they got nowhere to go. So the buyer, uh, the agent that was representing the buyer, they were going back and forth. And the buyer really was like, I really want this house. I need them to get out. So the buyer, the cool thing about this point is we just connected the agent and, and, uh, to the deal and to the seller, uh, sorry, the um, the wholesaler that actually had the deal. And we kind of just chilled. We chilled and let the buyer that was actually buying it and the agent take care of everything. They took, they talked to the seller, they took care of everything. And eventually I just hit you up and I was like, hey, Joe, the deal closed, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just like that. And that, that's kind of the cool thing is like, once you have those relationships built and you connect people, you kind of just got to wait. Right. There's not much you could have done or I could have done, but the deal did close because the buyer took it the rest of the way. And yeah. uh, it, was kind of, it was kind of a cool experience. I, I don't know when I told you if the deal closed, if you were like shocked or not, but I was I was honestly kind of shocked at the deal. Yeah. The buyer actually <laughs> took it all the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I definitely was. Yeah, for sure. And it was it ended up being a $10,000 deal 
that we split with the uh, the other student, the wholesaler. Me and Joe, me and you split our five, and then they got five. So five k, we both got twenty five hundred. Nothing crazy, right? But it is a cool test or I guess um, experience to be like, okay, look, yeah. all this she, she was about to lose the deal, and all we had to do is make a couple calls and connect uh, to the right people, and we got the deal done, right? Right. Yep. So, so basically for everybody that's listening, um, I just wanted to bring Joe on here and talk about his experience, but also tell everyone uh, that if you want to do deals painlessly, in my opinion, like if you want to do deals that uh, don't require a lot of you having to go out and find the buyers, uh, sorry, the sellers and negotiate, I would be you know, vocal about the buyers that you do have. Be vocal about where you're looking for deals. And if you see anybody that has deals in those areas, just be like, hey, is it cool if I send my buyers that I know um, to, you know, make offers on those properties. So Joe, if you were to, you know, go back and work in Richmond, I would just be like, okay, get tight, you know, call this agent again be like, Hey, what is your guy looking yeah. for? And just stay you know, on the MLS, stay like looking for properties and anything that meets their buy box criteria. I would do that because, you know, if you have limited time to do real estate, then you don't have that much time to negotiate and find a lot of those deals. That's like a majority in my opinion of what takes like every time is like finding the opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. So if you le leverage other people that already have it, whether it's on the market or other wholesalers, I think that cuts the, the time in half, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so Joe, you, you're out here, man. You just had a kid, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just had baby number four. Bro. And, and, and I just had a kid. So everybody, the reason again, why we're talking about this is it does take a lot of time to kind of get in the game and, you know, figure this stuff out. But again, if you can develop those relationships with your top buyers in the area and you can figure out what they want and you see those opportunities that come across and you can just kind of connect people that I think is the most effective and efficient way to get it done. Yeah. So Joe's a little, uh, Joe's a little, uh, testament of that. You know, we, we, we both did it together with, I would say, Joe, minim minimal effort, I guess, on like it was like two weeks that you did it, right? And then you got paid later on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, like you say, it was really minimal effort. I mean, it was a couple hours that first day calling. And then from there, it was basically just a, a text every now and then. I mean, a few texts each week. And then for like a month, didn't hear anything. And then it closed. So, yeah, like I said, it was very, Man. very minimal for us. Exactly. So, that's my advice to everybody here. Check it out. We were able to do a deal together, minimal effort. Uh, but the, the the key is finding the opportunities. And how do you find those opportunities? Well, you got to know what to look for, right? Because if not, then you're breaking, scrambling all over. So that everybody, uh, if you're interested in learning more, um, check out painlessflipping.com. And we have a masterclass where we kind of teach the strategy a little bit more in depth. Hit up Joe if you're in Mobile, if you want to just chat. Uh, Joe, do you have any golden nuggets or do you have anything you want to leave everybody with that can not only help them in real estate, but just in life? Do you have any words of wisdom you want to drop on everybody? Yeah. I mean, you know, part of it is just, you know, kind of like a plug for you. I mean, just everything you did for me was huge and having that relationship and talking about leverage. I mean, the whole reason that even happened is because uh, from day one, I got that mentorship with you and, you know, just had so much access to you and help and guidance. Uh, so anything time I ever needed anything, I had you there to walk along with, but also because of having the calls, that's why that happened. Cause I was on that call with you. Um, and then you're always looking to share, to give, to connect. So you immediately turn around. Hey, cause I think it was me and one other guy on the call and you're like, Hey, if either one of y'all want to find a buyer, I'll split it. So again, just leveraging yeah. that you already had a deal. Uh, so all I had to do was just spend a couple hours searching. Um, so like you said, put yourself in the right people, around the right people, around the right places. Um, and then for me, you know, probably the biggest focus in this last year, you know, between people like you and a handful of other ones is really finding the people 
that you need in your life that have done what you're trying to do, that can lead you, that can guide you, and that you can be around so you can leverage their expertise or you can leverage their skills or their abilities. Um, and when, when I say leverage, you know, it's in a positive way. I think sometimes people take that negatively, right. but it's it's in a positive way. It's saying like you are much more skilled and, and you're, you're an expert in what you do. So it benefits me to be around you. You know, and if, if I can, like you said, I don't right now having four babies, I don't necessarily have the time. So if I can pay to be closer to you and build a relationship and a friendship, that's going to take right. me you know, the rest of my life or take me to where I'm going, you know, that's it's huge. You know, you can trade that. So anyway, I just definitely would encourage uh, to keep doing it. Don't don't expect it to be a one one and done. You know, it's a lifelong thing. Once you start, once you make the first investment into For yourself, real, brother, with somebody else into something else, uh, you can't expect a one and done. You've got to just say, you know what? It doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter if it's 10 years down the road. I've got to keep investing and I can't turn back until until you finally hit that, you know, success, get that outcome. Bro, that is so true. Like I was watching a video yesterday. I don't know if you ever see these kind of videos on YouTube. They're like, oh, I ask a billionaire how they made a billion dollars. Have you ever seen any of those where they ask like super? So there's this one guy. He's like, hey, I manage like I help people real estate deals. And I know there's like 156 billionaires in the world. And I know 96 in my my phone, like because I work with them. And he says like the number one thing that these billionaires all have in common is they uh, they make decisions quickly and they don't waste mm-hmm. time right because yeah. they, they look at time as you know because jeff bezos he was saying that like he makes uh two two thousand five hundred dollars a second or a minute so like to <laughs> him a minute of his time is extremely valuable right yeah. so we we also have to look at you know our time you said you got the four babies you got to look at okay what is the most important thing mm-hmm. where what is the best use of my time yes you could hop on and cold call and maybe get a fifty thousand dollar deal but you know, is that worth all your time? Is it, is your time best, best used doing other things? And I know that you've been talking with you and your family about what's the best way to use your time. So anyway, I want to say, agree with you that like, you know, getting around the right people, taking the shortcuts, leveraging mm-hmm. other people's skill sets yeah. uh, is the best way, best use of time, I believe, because so you don't have to figure out everything on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Still there 10,000 hours, yeah. right? Dude, you got to. And hey, you know, brother, you can leverage me anytime you need because I got your back. All right. So best drive nation. Hit up Joe if you need anything. He's the man. Hit me up and you'll ch- check you guys out in the next one. All right. Peace out. Bye.